0: The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in
1: Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. I've been wearing out my Pacers running shoes (laughs) uh, where I coach Gavin's soccer team and uh, having to go out there and and practice with those uh, young gentlemen is uh, is quite the workout for me and uh, great that I have a nice pair of shoes to go ahead and do that. But I'm going to have to get another fitting to make sure I'm in the right pair of shoes for that. And you know what's great? Pacers running does that all for free and all virtually. You can go into one of the stores physically or if you're, one of us who are geographically away from the DMV can just do it all there online <laughs> and order it right off the site. So Pacers running again, local DMV store shop local. Oh. Uh, they're bringing to you our grading of the 2020 draft. We just had a long discussion on chase Young's value. It seems like we're kind of down on his value right now, mm-hmm. uh, but overall since coming to the Washington franchise, um, He did get a defensive rookie of the year and a Pro Bowl his first year. That's what actually garners a higher fifth-round option, Um, but Mm -hmm. the team's not sure whether or not they're going to give it because he's only played nine games in that 21 season, a sophomore season, with one-and-a-half sacks and uh, combined 26 tackles, only four QB hits that year. And then 2022, as he recovered, he only started two games and appeared in three not a whole lot these last two years, and even though he had a defensive rookie of the year season, yeah, uh, he only tallied seven and a half sacks, twelve QB hits though,
2: mm-hmm. Four which is fumble recoveries. Man, yeah. twelve QB hits is okay uh, for a year. All right. Man, I would if you look at his rookie year, I'd give him a B plus. If you look at his second year, I would give him a D minus. And if you look at his third year, you give him an incomplete. So you add all that up and you've basically got a C player. And a C player for the number two overall pick is not good enough, obviously. But I still think he can become a better player. I don't know if he will become a better player, but I still think he can. There are rumblings out there you guys have heard me say this and I've said it about a few people. There are rumblings out there that his work ethic, his football work ethic is not where it should be. We all know he's a he's a training room monster, right? Wouldn't you say RG3 was the same way? No. His work ethic was I mean his uh football work ethic was not there, right? Or you guys don't think that I,
1: I'm not gonna go out onto a his, limb. I don't know enough for, for either to really to really call them out on that. So he you spent can hear all his rumbling. time
2: he spent all his time in the weight room and trying to break all of the team records for all of their 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 weight, their lifting and their drills and all that stuff. That's what he focused on. He didn't focus on going out and being a better quarterback. And that's eventually what got him out of the league. I think maybe Chase is a little bit of the oh same. Oh my God. He loves the weight room. To he loves to RD look good. Three. He loves to look good. But I don't know if his dedication to football is there. I've heard it from people close to the team. I'm not giving you my sources, but I've heard it. And these are good sources. Trev, Just you seem you seem
1: not happy you don't with believe uh, this uh this kind of talk here. What 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 are you signing for?
0: What was he supposed to do in the past year and a half to show you football work ethic when he had a major knee injury?
2: I'm not talking about no, the major outside, knee injury.
0: I'm talking about room. year
2: two. Outside of the weight room, I'm talking about injured?
0: year two.
1: Year two. Yeah, hey, we're talking about the nine. Yeah, nine a, games leading up to. Remember, Stoner Stoner was really upset with Chase Young not showing up to OTAs, and we have heard that Chase Young does have. I'm not going to go as far as to call it a diva personality, but he is focused on life outside of football. I mean, he's He's interested in the business. You see the New Balance uh, deal that he just uh, announced. You've got to set
0: yourself up for after football, Stoner.
1: Mm -hmm. You do.
2: That's that's fine, but you get all of that because of football. And if you lose that part of football, then all that other stuff's going to go away too. And sure, you can have all of your money and all of your fame and everything, and try to live out the rest of your days based on a really good rookie year and a, and a good social media presence. You can do that. That's fine. But you gotta, you gotta do it on the field. And the, and the OTAs thing, I I was probably one of five, a handful of people in the world who had a problem with it. Everyone wanted to uh, uh, kill me for that. It's not about him focusing on other things as well. It's about him not being focused on football. And oh, he was the only one not there. Because he was the only one getting business
0: propositions outside of football. Malarkey. Think That's about That's not
2: it. true at all, Trent. Really?
0: Come no on. other player was on the shop. No other player has been in clutch sports. No other player has been featured in commercials for Gatorade and everything else. Yeah. No other player is going to clubs with celebrities and rappers and everything. No other players are doing that.
1: Right. Th- this, by the way, right. Chase Young. Focus Tom- on football. Tom- Tommy T. Bring up New Balance again here. New Balance believes in Chase more than Stoner does. New Balance <laughs> buying into Chase so much that Chase is the first telling- yeah. NFL player Come
0: next season. Here to- we go
1: to be branched off really? with New Balance. They're, he's helping them design cleats. I don't know exactly what Chase Young's going to do as far as helping design, probably pick some you. colors or tell they them, know. yeah, that looks sleek and I'd wear that on the field. Sports uh, companies don't but,
0: target players who aren't going to make an impact in the, sport, in the sport that they play in. And they see something in Chase Young that apparently Stoner doesn't see after yeah. three years.
2: I think he's a great brand ambassador. I mean, just look at the dude. I mean, he's <laughs> He is... And he's a good-looking dude, and he has that bro, personality. He he's a perfect brand
1: ambassador. Yeah, that's why I was shocked. EP earlier said that she can, Chase can go because she's she's a huge Chase fan. She it's she likes a, looking at also him also do those workouts.
2: Irishman, so like. Why? Why can't you do both? Why can't you do all? He is doing of both. You're 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 taking away from one to do the other. You're bro, taking away life. from OTAs to do it's, the other. OTAs are voluntary, bro. Yeah, they are. Absolutely they are. But when well, then, you're not there, then it causes some red flags. Well then don't make the there. OTAs
0: voluntary, Stoner. It, <laughs> if it's gonna be
2: that big of a deal. Uh, it's it just it's it's perception. Perception. Yeah, so I think is Nikki J
1: Nikki J had tweeted this out, I think last week is what it was. Was uh, the question came up to Ron as or as far as would Ron want to see, you know, what does Ron want to see out of oh, Chase yeah. Young's knee? during during April like OTAs and the response essentially was he just wants to see Chase Young there I and can- and I do think that that's a big deal right he missed the Ooh, yeah. second one that's not a big deal i don't think I don't think missing that the sophomore OTAs was a big deal. I don't agree with stoner on that. Let me, at, let don't me, ask hold on things. stoner. Oh, let okay. me finish okay. it. Let me finish My it. Apologies. Here's the thing that's coming <laughs> off of a defensive rookie of the year campaign. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually just looked it up his seven and a half sacks, by the way, not actually that bad. When you look at the defensive uh, player of the years, only getting 13 and a half sacks. That was Aaron Donald 15 was TJ Watt. Yeah. So oh, only. Yeah. I mean, only compared to seven and a half. You when you look at seven and a half sacks, that looks kind of abysmal. That's not great. Yeah. But then when you consider okay. the when you consider the the sack leader had only twice that. That's not nearly as bad. five years already. And this Come is on. a rookie who's doing it. So anyway, so, right. no, off topic. You're getting me I'm off topic. <laughs> the uh, oh, I should great,
0: great I got a great Chase Young right now. But I
2: have but I have a question about that though. I have a question.
1: I haven't finished, gentlemen. What are you doing?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. question. What was the biggest criticism of Chase in his second year? Not being there. No, on the field. I'm talking about on the field. What was the biggest criticism?
1: A lot of it comes from like what Roger says, right? Zero zero pass rushing. Like he he does he has one move. And, and he was just getting beat. And a lot of people, as Roger's putting in here, saying he's more interested in being a celebrity than being great. And that's where a lot of people look back on that OTAs, which is where Stoner called it at the beginning of the year. He said, maybe it's not a big deal. But if he has a bad season, then it's a big deal. Then and that's exactly where people came back, that's like right. Roger, saying, oh, he just wants to be a celebrity. And he's right. more of a cheerleader than a pass rusher. And, and, and I'm not saying those things are wrong. And he deserves some of that criticism. I'm saying missing the sophomore OTAs after his rookie season, not that big of a deal. The thing is, is he needed to back it up with another good performance. Now he's had, you know, the you know, obviously the injury, and he's had not great performances sophomore year pre-injury. And now he needs to show up to OTAs to show that he is focused. So now it is now it would be a big deal if he misses it. Yeah, Gus Bus, I need to mute them sometimes but he, he he is he has so much more going for him than just football that's not on him and and that's not there's there's players who can focus directly on football and then there's players who can do football and all the extra stuff chase young needs to prove that he can do all the extra stuff and be a generational talent i'm not saying you're wrong in that stoner and i am agreeing that he needs to show up to otas this time voluntary or not trev he That's needs right. to show up this year, but it wasn't a big deal that he made missed it in in there. You gave him a C grade. I gave him a C. Stoner. Uh, Stoner gave a C. Trav gave a C. I'm not going to cop out and give him an incomplete, uh, which is really realistically what it is. But he can't. I can't give him a B when he's when he's missed so much the last two. Mm-hmm. I'm actually even gonna go one step further and say C minus mm-hmm. based on his sophomore play pre injury. Okay. Where he did not have those impact games, his rookie year was an A. His his sophomore year, nine games pre injury, one and a half sacks, not a lot of QB hits, not a lot of of where we were calling Chase Young's name in a positive way is almost F territory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then and then right. his last year, uh, last year I can give him a C. So we'll just split him out into a, a C minus here uh for her. so uh, i'm not taking
2: that down by the way
1: no no Nobody's yeah I, to I, tommy t down. here for our audio listeners put in stoner is right i'm gonna take it down now off tommy, of our, our visuals here uh roger smith giving him a d minus uh <laughs> chase uh <laughs> chase can get the d says michael oh wow um yeah uh the, so gus bus i've seen this comment twice uh from you and i am okay. very interested in bringing up you this point uh, but at the end, when we get to Cam Curl, because oh so, there is, God. there is, it, it, so for the audio listeners, Cam, uh, Gus Bus is talking about where they're taken in the draft and if that matters. And once we get to Cam Curl, who is the seventh uh, round pick, uh, mm-hmm. we'll we'll kind of bring that up because I think that is a very interesting question that I had in my mind, uh, but I wanted to make sure Gus Bus knew that I was going to take care of that uh, as we move mm-hmm. along here so it looks like most of us not too happy with our generational talent at pick number two i'm happy and you really do need your picks that high if you're in the top five those those players need to be massive impact players well, and chase um, young remember what you just said wasn't yep remember <laughs> what
2: you just said for later on sure, that <laughs>
1: Absolutely. okay, so no round two pick as Washington moved up the year before oh, to get Montez sweat. So there was no uh, no round two pick, but there was a round three pick and pick mm-hmm. number sixty six was Antonio Gibson out of yeah. Memphis. Uh, had himself a couple of good years uh, mm-hmm. where he's uh, where he's broken you know a thousand yards rushing his first two years. in fact, thirteen hundred yards from scrimmage his uh, his sophomore season
2: yeah
1: a uh, thousand forty two yards from scrimmage his rookie year and uh, only 899 this last year where I think a lot of people expected him to kind of make another step Brian Robinson kind of came in as a rookie and took over the job and now we're going to the year four running backs typically short shelf life uh, so he might not have a whole lot of time and a lot of people want Bashawn Robinson or Eckler was out there for trade. Uh, gentlemen, what are you going to give our man Gibby here? We'll start with you, Trev.
0: Let me give that man
1: a C. <laughs> yeah, I know he rushed
0: for over a thousand yards his first two years, but it didn't, it didn't help. It didn't do anything in the wind column for us. Um, he's not a true running back. He's a wide receiver flat right receiver, turn running back as he came from college. You let a rookie who was shot in the leg twice come in and take your job.
1: Um, <laughs> he yeah. he did take the job prior to the to being shot in the leg. So Without prior. You
0: really doing anything. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just adding that yeah. for context. Just think about it. Um, now you you had a fumbling issue at one point. Where it was a problem but this past season? It wasn't way overblown. There. Um, some mm-hmm. might say your your awareness of to get out of bounds or your, your, your field awareness, situational awareness was not that great as, at certain times. Um, yeah. You rushed for a thousand yards, but it's, it's still, like, I don't think there's a definitive position for that guy. Is he a slot receiver? Is he a third down running back? Is he a first, second, third down running back? Is he a first, second down running back? Um, he's good. He's great. He's not, you know, mentioned in any other running back rooms within the running backs in the league. You can take that for whatever you want, underrated or not, but a C. Like he's he's nice, he's a nice piece, but he's not a game changer. He's not like, oh, we got a game plan for Antonio Gibson mm-hmm. because he can catch and run. Nah, it's like, okay, he has got some kid who they're trying to make a running back and he's agile. Cool.
2: I think we're gonna see a different Antonio Gibson this year. I think he's got yeah. an offensive coordinator. Go ahead, Trey.
0: Why? Because of it because of B Rob or because
2: No, because of E B. I think EB's going to understand how to use him properly because he is a better offensive mind than what we've had the previous few years. Right. Where Gibson was here.
1: Right.
2: We we all saw it when they would line up Gibby in the slot and he would run a quick slant and they got him in the open field. He's he's a tough guy to bring down in the open field. Hmm. So they had to figure out ways to get him and yet Scott Turner liked to use him running up the middle quite a bit. Mm-hmm. There were times though where they, they moved him around and he was in that space, and mm-hmm. that's what these types of players need. Curtis Samuel is the same thing, he needs that type of space. So hopefully EB will look at it and say, This guy has the skills needed to be a dynamic type of maybe even a wide receiver. I was gonna say maybe be a cut, weapon. Maybe they cut Curtis Samuel oh. and and they put Antonio oh. Gibson into his slot. Oh. <laughs> and make him a wide receiver. Who who knows, but he might he's either going to look at him and say this is a guy with skills and I'm going to figure out how to use him or he's he's going to look at him and say I need to draft a running back or right. I need to bring in Jerick McKinnon. Right. Or I need to bring in Kareem Hunt because he he's not it. So Ooh. I think it's going to be one or the other. Get if you cut Gibson which I don't think they could possibly trade him. Who knows? I think it's either going to be he's our guy or
0: he's a weapon he,
2: or he's not anywhere near uh, the field. He's not, you know, he's our third down running back or he's our.
1: Yeah. Not I, I mentioned uh, before when we're talking about when people bring up a Robinson, and taking him at 16, I mentioned how uh, you had Clyde E.H., uh, e. Yeah. who who did sit for the super bowl and he's a dynamic player and so you're right stoner this could be one of those things where eb takes a look and says hey you might have some of this talent but you're not the right running back and we're going to run this seventh round rookie as kansas city did or in this case it'd be a third or you know round sophomore player and it's going to be interesting. I'm higher on Gibby than 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 you two. I think I I well, I'm really high on him. I know, but I I was yeah. I was telling people who everyone was in love with Brian Robinson last year through preseason, and I was saying that Antonio Gibson was still going to be the most productive back that Washington was going to have,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and and maybe or maybe not that 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 panned out that way. I will bring up the 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 stats for both real quick. But who's a better uh,
2: overall running back? do you think in uh, if your you're mind? talking
1: straight yeah if you're talking straight running back then brian robinson is absolutely better running back at least between the tackles when you're when you're considering it to be that way and Antonio gibson
2: is a more skilled football player yeah oh, he's he's a,
1: he's, he's a he is an athlete and you're right get him into space and be dynamic and i'm excited to see what eb can do with them because i do think that there's a lot of potential but there's also potentially that this is you know, Antonio Gibson has more of a career like CJ Spiller, which oh, you, wow. know, you might remember CJ Spiller's just yeah. outstanding Pro Bowl year where he had seventeen hundred you know total yards. But if you look at the rest of his career, four hundred and forty yards, eight hundred and thirty yards, four hundred twenty five, three hundred fifty one. He only had two years that he broke the thousand scrimmage yards. At his one big seven, his one big year where he ran for twelve hundred forty four yards and then caught for five hundred something. And then one another year where he had a thousand. And I think that's where Gibby might end up being is that is this this kind of a third down back because Mm -hmm. they like to use him in space, want to use him as a pass catcher, kind of you know, a JD McKissick type role for him, if he doesn't pan out, you know, here with EB. That's where I kind of see him going. But I think up to this point, as a third down or third uh round pick. Yeah. The value that they've gotten from him is a solid B to B plus area uh, for for that. You know you, that that's where go you want to be. But um, I was
2: going to go B minus. The,
1: the first two years, yes. This past year, no.
2: Yeah, because only this because he wasn't used as much. Yeah, this past Brian year
1: Robinson. he had some of his touches eaten alive. But Antonio Gibson still finished with 899 yards from scrimmage. Brian, too. Yeah, Brian Robinson 857. The biggest yeah. difference is 797 yards rushing for B-Rob to 546 for, uh, for Gibson. 797? Yeah. Wow.
2: And so I think as a third rounder, wow. third, third rounders are not expected to be pro bowlers. They're not expected to be uh, Hall of Famers. They're expected to be contributors, and that's uh, what he's been. B-Rob's a third rounder? Yeah. He's expected to be a a contributor that's right the
1: the, that the the thing i would round. say that knocks Gibby on. to sorry know.
2: i think i think uh something in my dishwasher is burning I'll
1: okay right hey, we're gonna, I let, smell. Him, I we're smell gonna
2: fire let him take care of that
1: something in your dishwasher burn i'm not even gonna address it i'm not even gonna, <laughs> just gonna move on here with the gibson thing i will say that the most disappointing part is this is a player coming from memphis that had a lot of explosive plays yes like he had just he just had that speed and we haven't seen that here even when he's like yes as stoner brought up like he's when he's been in space we've seen some of that dynamic running but then we haven't seen him break one off And, and, and that's a problem like if if you're the dynamic guy I need your longest rush to be more than forty yards, uh, or sixty. Uh, yeah, longest was was forty yards his rookie year, twenty seven his sophomore year, twenty this last year. If you're that game breaking, you know, running back, mm-hmm. I need you to be a game breaking <laughs> running back. Forty <laughs> yard rush isn't going to be game breaking enough. You need to. You need to do better than that. Uh, and in even his, uh, let's see, his longest catch, 73 yards his sophomore year. Okay, that we need more of that, which is what right. he was coming out uh, for, uh, coming out of uh, college. That's what he was known for, was for yeah. breaking off those, those big plays. And we just haven't seen that. And the Burgundy and Gold, and that's what that's what we need to have something. As TJ brings up, AP even gave us a an 80-yard touchdown. True. Yeah, absolutely. If the old man could break out an 80-yard touchdown run, you gotta be oh, able to break not, one out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh AG has the same amount of touchdowns as Terry does in one year less. Yeah, he has a nose for the end zone. That I mean, he was he honestly is a much better back than what i think most people give credit for i'm excited yeah. to see what he does this year and if he doesn't pan out mean that's your third down or third uh, round running backs for you
0: Yeah, you know, the gibby we saw it always sticks out in my head the game against the cowboys in dallas i think it was thanksgiving or close to it where he just was gash and then we beat the dog stuff out of dallas that year yeah that's three touchdowns a, yes, the year. that's the ag we need but hopefully E B can scheme him up to be that AG that he's most comfortable with rather than being the first down, second down back, which I don't think he is capable or comfortable of doing that at all, anyway. I mean, you saw him trying to do that. He was stutter step, trying to find the hole. Like he was Yeah, guessing. a lot of hesitation. Yeah. B Rob, mm-hmm. he just he knew where he was going before he even got the ball. And that's the difference between a true running back and a mm-hmm. secret weapon, special weapon and in an AG. So
1: Doug Doug now calling out AP also gave us 60 yards and a fumble. Yep, yep, that's fair as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tommy T, AG yards from scrimmage is close to Terry's first three years. It is pretty close. Uh, So Terry's first three years would have been about uh, 3,100 yards Mm -hmm. roughly. Uh, And Antonio Gibson again at 3,200. So now I will say it's a little unfair for Terry McLaurin here as a wide receiver you really only get a few touches. Yeah, uh, a game. Gibson has many more touches to get to that to that yardage total. But um, still, nice comparison there as far as like as far as productivity. Like he's he's been a productive player for Washington. For sure. So Sto- Stoner's returned. Hopefully, uh, nothing nothing burning in his uh, dishwasher after all.
2: I don't know what's going on. I smell something outside or something. By the way, uh, you can't smell fire; you smell smoke. I just want to correct myself there. Said so I smell fire. I smell fire. I'm, no, I I'm glad. Smoke. I'm glad it's the. Oh, I'm
1: glad that's the important thing coming back is is, is the correction hey. on yourself and not, not anything more. Uh, so I'm I gave a, a expert, I right. gave a B, B plus, B minus from Stoner. What were you at again, Trev? C, C. So you ah. we were kind of low on there. For, I think
2: for I think we talked uh, him up to a C.
1: I think he was going to give a
2: lower grade. Who, me? No. Yeah.
0: no? I, don't know. I said C in the beginning just because the 1,000 yards, yes, but also he wasn't, like Nathan said, he wasn't a game changer. Like B-Rob took his job without
1: even really doing anything.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, he showed it in practice, I'm sure.
1: But come on. Like, there's yeah. no guy. Like, come on. I, I think that for what Scott Turner's offense wanted to do, Brian Robinson yeah. was much Ooh, more not, in line, right? So Ron, Ron Rivera and, and company wanted the guy to – be to push the pile and Brian Robinson drags the pile. Literally, Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, I'd love watching him run and just like pull people. It's great, but we're not grading him right now. We're grading our 2020 draft. Next on the list is a guy that I was actually really excited about. Mm -hmm. A lot of people had him marked as Uh potential first round, uh, guard or tackle coming out of LSU. And that was Sadiq Charles still on the team. Can't manage to beat out some uh some D list <laughs> free agents, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. And I think because of that, I am you know, as a fourth round offensive lineman, you you know, you at least need to be a rotational guy. And I think that he's been in and out of the lineup a few times, but uh as far as whether or not there's excitement, I don't think he's going to continue being on this team, unless he signs a vet minimum deal, he's just not the player that I was excited about. I, I'm going to give him a D for Sadiq Charles here. So, yeah, you can't stoner. beat
2: out Norwell and you can't beat out Chris Paul as bad. Not Chris Paul, uh, who's the uh, Trey Turner? Yeah, I always get like the two opposite, you know, they have names of other players and other sports. So I always get those two mixed, so Trey Turner. <laughs> Couldn't beat those two guys out, and he was supposed to be a like you said, possibly a first rounder, and dropped to the fourth for whatever reason. Must have been football related, even though they said it was off the field. Didn't he play the first year? Didn't he play like one game? And on the very first play, he blew out his calf or something.
1: Get like the Giants. That. He blew out his yeah, knee. Yeah, had one, one game his entire. Year.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I would get. I even though he's a fourth rounder, and you don't really expect too much from a fourth rounder. I'd still, I'd give him a D minus. I'm not willing to call him a failure because he has stuck around for three years.
1: Yeah, he's that's he's kept on the roster, fair. which yeah. is which is. But as a fourth round offensive lineman, that's kind of what you expect them to do. Is they should be sticking around. Maybe they develop into a full time starter, but mo- mainly they're going to be a rotational guy. And I mean, he has logged uh, a total of twenty four. Or sorry, he's logged a total of looks like. Five, uh, five starts, eight starts total for for Washington. No, so man. I mean, in that regard, not too bad. But I mean, he's being beat out by again players that he should, because of his youth and athleticism, should be beating, and he's mm-hmm. not beating him out. And that's mm-hmm. uh, that's why I'm going to be a little bit low on him.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. Um, I see what you're saying there, Gus. That he was friendly, but I mean, was he supposed to be at the press conference not friendly? Like, that's, I mean, he probably has to be.
1: And He's trying to keep it job, I'd be very friendly yeah, with my sure. new boss, too.
0: I was high on him because I was like, yo, my man out there protecting Joe Burrow national championship. Oh, that's, and we got him. Oh, yeah. we're good.
2: Nah. Especially they were saying he was, like Nathan said, a potential first rounder. Yeah. Nah, dropped no. all the way
0: down. I give him a D too, only because like you guys said, he stuck around. So the team must see quote unquote something in him. Um. But yeah, D, D minus. Yeah,
1: pretty, pretty low on him. I think we're going to be low on our next fourth rounder. In fact, our next fourth rounder, I think, had more airtime solving Rubik's Cubes than Mm -hmm. he did uh, (laughs) actual on the field time. And that's uh, wide receiver Antonio Gandy-Golden out of Liberty. Uh, A lot of hope towards the end that he would maybe switch to become a tight end uh, but that didn't come to fruition. He only had two years on the the roster, which as a fourth-round pick, you need more out of that. Like It's okay if you don't pan out as a fourth-round pick. Uh, it's not imperative. At top 100, that's where you need those to pan out. A fourth-round pick, if they do kind of fizzle out, hopefully you at least got the full rookie contract out of them, and they didn't here with, uh, with Gandy Golden. Uh, only t- 10 games total, two starts, Seven targets, one reception for three yards.
2: That's it. That's an F. That's
1: an F. F. Even as a
2: fourth rounder, that's an F. If you can't can't do anything more than that, that's an F. And I
0: was so high on him because I was like, okay, he might not get a lot of reps, but he's a depth guy. He's a jump ball 50-50 guy that we need. We haven't had since Josh Dotson forever that's worth. So I was like, okay, you know, situational red zone situations, third down, and whatever. Like sure. hey, He's a big dude, six foot four, and yeah. he just couldn't get create separation. anything. And then you want to make him into a tight end by beefing him up. That doesn't change his route running, you guys. Like <laughs> that stays the same, and it just didn't pan out. So, no offense, F.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I it's an F I, I, again. One catch, three yards. Uh, you know, two years. Uh, you can't. I can't give him any higher. Although Gus Bus, fair point here, Gus. Gus, uh, AGG gets a D because he was smart enough to walk away from. The well, game. Was
0: he smart enough, or did he just come to realize that nobody was? Go- he was never going to have an NFL.
1: I D? mean, there's plenty of pl- plenty of uh players who mm-hmm. would try to stick around. Like he was trying to make the tight end switch, and then he was like, just, like he, he he said, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and move on. I mean, how many players in his position? I mean, this again, a young player would have gone to the XFL and that tried it nice. out there.
2: Yeah, and, or the USFL and the, coming up.
1: Or USFL, you know, just to continue trying to play and prove that you got it. And I think Real HG football. looked at himself honestly and said, you know what? I want to be doing something else with my life. Yeah, And, that, and, then, and I do praise that. I think that's really well, good, good. for
2: him, but yeah, that sucks for the change,
1: team. Not going <laughs> <change, laughs> to change, change my grade for him. Yeah, yeah not going to change the, the grade. The grade, but grade but for is him. for the team. Very smart by <laughs> <Yeah>. him.
2: <laughs> not so absolutely. Game, so the team gets an F for that pick. Yeah. yeah. The the
1: the last note when it comes to AGG is the kind of what you're talking about there, Trev. When you're drafting a wide receiver, it's super important to get one with the route running and separation. Mm-hmm. If you can't get those, I don't care how big they are yeah. or how many 50-50 balls they've taken down in their, you know, college career. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. And, and you have a G G as a guy who he was one of those best, you know, uh, in the, the draft at catching those 50, 50 balls. Yeah. Um, but then you have someone like Jahan Dotson who you can see the separation from in the route running. And that's the difference. And, and it's, I know that's a first round talent compared to a fourth round talent, but that's also what, why one's a first round talent and the other one isn't. And, uh, and mostly, uh, if you're a 50-50 catcher in college, you're not like a 50-50 ball c- c- catcher in college, it's one of two things. One, you might just have a horrible QB that's throwing up those 50-50 passes all the time. Or what's more than likely is you're not getting separation and the DBs getting is staying with you to the point of making those 50-50 catches. Mm-hmm. And you just can't exactly. have that NFL because mm-hmm. the NFL, the athletes are that much better. Yeah. Um, so, like yeah. Terry,
0: uh, like... In college, punt returner, none of that. Now he's a 50-50 ball catcher as well. I mean, he is. And so he developed in that. So that's cool. But when you get somebody who showed that in college and doesn't translate to NFL, you got to go. Yeah, like you said, yeah.
1: Trev, you kind of tipped your hand on our, our first fifth round pick earlier when we were talking about Sadiq Charles, and you're like, oh, he's just another Keith Ishmael. Well, that's that's the fifth round pick out of San Diego State here at 156 was center Keith oh, Ishmael. Um Snowden, what you know, like I said, Trev kind of tipped his hand there. Are you also down on uh, on Ishmael?
2: Again, the guy who was drafted and he still was at best. I think he was the f- number four center, maybe in the number five center. Yeah. And they got rid of him and he went to the chargers. I think uh, 49ers. Oh, I was the 49ers. And yeah, he didn't he last there home. long there either.
0: He's on the practice squad there, which means yeah, he's not yep. there.
2: So. <laughs> so I would give it even again, even though it's a fifth rounder and you don't expect a lot from the fifth rounders, it's still you're drafting a guy and hoping that he can contribute in some way. And he never did. So Sweet. I get that an F.
0: Ooh, it's funny you said that. What would you say about fifth rounders?
2: You know what? You expect them to at least contribute something.
0: Right. Because but... we have Sam Howell there, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do. You
2: expect the fifth rounder to at least contribute. You expect all your draft picks to at least contribute something. That's why something. you selected them. Yeah. You don't expect yeah. as the rounds go, you expect less and less, but. I I think,
1: I think the fifth round is kind of where that bubble is for players. As far as what you expect, I think up to the first four rounds, I expect Mm -hmm. them to live out the length of their contract, uh, make, uh, make the 53 man roster, the fifth round rookies. You want them to potentially stay with the, you know, you want them to stay uh, as well. All the rookies, you want to stay the full contract. Uh, but now you're talking about, okay, how much of this time is going to be on the practice squad? How many of it's going to be making the 53 man? Are you developing? And this is again, somebody who only was on the roster for two years uh, was an emergency center uh, as injuries were piling up and the team felt comfortable enough moving away from you after those two years. So uh-huh. it's a, it's a D for me only because of fifth rounder. Um, if this was higher, like uh, Gandy Golden, in a position that you need to have that development much quicker, you know, it, it's uh, it's a D for me. Uh, Trev, did you give your grade out?
0: Uh, D to F. Ain't nothing higher than a D. Yep.
1: Moving on from uh, that to our pick at one sixty two was Kalik Hudson. A Hudson out of Michigan, linebacker, still with the team. Uh, mainly a special teams contributor, mm-hmm. uh kind of one of these uh, tweeners that a lot of people hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does have 41 games here in the Burgundy and Gold over what was the he, last fifth, three years. Fifth, fifth, fifth or rem- sixth? 162 pick.
2: Yeah. I think he's exact. I, I actually would give this like a B because as a fifth rounder, that's kind of all you expect. Be a special teamer. Be a backup, be a guy who can come in and be competent. Again, if he was selected in the second round, then he'd be a total bust. But because or he's a 19th rounder, pick overall. Yeah, he was the 19th pick overall two years ago. But as a fifth rounder, that's <laughs> kind of what you expect. At, at a minimum, be a special teamer and be a depth piece. And they like him enough that they at least signed him to another contract. Now was only a one year deal, I believe. Mm-hmm. But they still, they're keeping him around for depth, for special teams, for camp body, whatever. And that's that's what a fifth-rounder should be at a minimum. I'm so not i to give gonna, him a B. Ooh,
0: that's – I'm not going to give him a B. I'll give him a C because I remember when we got him, he w- we were supposed to make him into that Viper-nickel-linebacker role <laughs> that we were so desperately needing at the time for some reason in Jack LaRue's defense, and he never panned out doing that so bad that we had to go back and get Landon Collins to- come back and do this for us and he did
2: yeah but he's a fifth rounder yeah why, I why know. are you pinning all of your because your of the linchpin of your defense on a fifth rounder
0: well, i'm not but it's like well we we got we we drafted the fifth rounder to be that viper person didn't work out so i was like oh i guess we we'll just stick him on special teams it's not like we drafted him to be special teams it's like well i guess we just stick him on there and see how he does like and he's from Michigan and mm-hmm. he was really good at Michigan and a fifth round linebacker in Michigan that was supposed to be that viper role was supposed to contribute, like you said, contribute. And when he was in there, he really wasn't contributing. They were eating him yeah. alive. So much to the pack the fact that they put him on special teams. So I'm gonna give this
1: Yeah, I think I think size plays. yeah, I think yeah, size plays tall. a lot in here. He's six yeah, six foot tall, two hundred and twenty pounds. Like I said, kind well, of he ain't a tweener. Be bigger. I mean, he's not
2: gonna he's not gonna grow tall i know he's so not know gonna know that going in yeah. i know but i think it's
1: it, it compare you know compare him to kind of shock tony right where you know shock seventh round pick but also kind of a too small to be a defensive end which is mm-hmm. what his natural skill would bring him to but he's right. not quick enough to be a linebacker although yeah. i think if they moved to, if he were to move on to a team that played him as a as a, a three-four outside linebacker, I think that he could potentially do something with some of his speed there, uh, but that's neither here nor there when we're talking about Hudson. Hudson, though, is a small, smaller back, uh, kind of like said a tweener. He's not a you know downhill linebacker. He's not going to be stuffing people uh, be at well. the line of scrimmage, sure. uh, but he's also not quick enough to be a DB. Uh, mm-hmm. And so he's not a linebacker you're putting up against tight ends and we've seen that go horribly for washington Mm -hmm. and that's a that's a problem but i mean you're right stoner he's a fifth round pick uh who stayed on for special teams and was doing well there and so for that i I would give a c plus maybe a b minus at the most, given where he was, and that he stuck around there. So
0: Josh Harvey that, Clemens. <laughs>
1: Dexter Manley, a fifth rounder. Yeah, that would I would okay. love to get right, it, um, I would love to have another Dexter Manley in the fifth round. You so uh, we we'll be It's right. <laughs> quite possible. I will say that so no two, no six-round picks uh, this year, but they did have uh, a doozy at 216 in round seven, and that's our man Cam Curl. Uh oh, wow. just an A to A plus for this one as far as getting that kind of value uh, in the seventh round you found a starting caliber safety something you were you had been missing for quite some time Mm -hmm. and they got that in cam curl stoner and I love ourselves some cam curl I know Trev likes cam curl but you're kind of balking at this right now as far as an A It's
2: it's an A Trev just admit it for for where he was drafted in the seventh round, nobody had even heard of this
0: guy. He's a starter for us by default. We he is
2: not any, a starter by default.
0: We didn't have any competition for him for him to come in and battle for that starting safety spot. We did it.
2: Okay, that's fine. Maybe not. You still have to but take at it. At this point, he is still, no matter who they bring in, he's still your starter. No matter who they bring in. They kicked Landon Collins' ass up a level <laughs> so that because Cam Curl was not giving up that spot. Which they moved sorry. him up. You, you go play linebacker because you can't do what Cam Curl can do back here. That's fine. That's also so, a, but And Landon well, Collins was apparently uh the next uh Sean Taylor just, when he came over here. So I, just, I, don't, I don't know. know man, and I don't and know he's that. the next uh uh Sean Taylor in New York, apparently. Uh, what all those I, folks are saying he, over there? He's
0: good. He's an average safety. He's just I disagree. Graded high because we don't have anybody else in our team that can play that same position at a high level that he can. Um but they don't do need as he made a pro bowl. As he made a pro bowl?
2: He has not. What was he? Can in I tell right you one thing? Year?
0: No, can I tell you one thing though? Like and so. I know he plays majority of special teams, but he is a safety. Okay. Jeremy Jeremy Reeves. Made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, we had exactly. zero safeties. Yeah. I know special as teams, a special team, as a special. But I, hey, I'm just saying that year in 2020, he filled in for the back back half in the safety spot. Even recorded interception against Nate Sudfeld, which was a gimme. But it is what it is. Mm-hmm. He's a safety by heart, mm-hmm. special teams by by on the field due to the lack there, like due to the competition at the safety spot. But let's be honest. Okay, Cam Curl. Is a C average safety at best. He's just an A on our team because there's no one else in our team that could take his spot or even threaten it, including Landon Collins. That's I all think
2: I think you're insane for saying he is it. not Duran
0: James. He is not Jamal Adams. He is not even Brisker from the Chicago Bears. He's, he's not, not even that. He's,
2: he's not. not. He's not. Right, but you know who you he's put also him,
0: not? You put him on any other team outside of the bottom feeders with us, Jacksonville, Houston, Tennessee, Chicago. He's a jag. He's not a starting mm. safety on anybody else's squad. Trev? Maybe the Raiders.
2: You're you're insane. You're insane <laughs> with that take.
1: You, you are you are way, you are he's way off he's a camera. great player. Like he grades
0: 88, the highest PFF, whatever, but like, yeah,
1: he ended like up with what? a, a he uh, up
0: not that so, highest right PFF. We're okay. eight, eight and one still. He has his name isn't called on highlights or in the, in the commentary I, when he's talking about
2: defense.
0: It's I don't not. think you, you can hear
2: defo more than you hear Cam curl nowadays. I, and defo was a what <laughs> because he was a surprise. That's why you hear more about Cam defense, was he was a Surprise!
0: And yeah, I know our defense took you know whatever when Cam Curl was out. But if your C average safety is out and your defense your defense crumbles because Cam Curl is missing, yeah, that's a problem. The for numbers
2: the numbers bear out it doesn't that doesn't mean those first an a two a games bro. that he missed. He's
0: not an A. When people talk about safeties in the he's national a- media, do they say Cam Curl? The only time his name is mentioned is on PFF charts. Okay. You don't hear anything else.
2: Okay, I will. I will challenge. <laughs> I want to figure out how you can challenge. It's hard to do with a safety.
0: We because, didn't make the Pro Bowl. Gus and Jeremy Reeves made the Pro Bowl. Well, Allen, you can't compare I mean, it to Allen, Jeremy Reeves, you John got Allen to stop made comparing. Pro Bowl. It. DeRon Payne made the Pro Bowl. And we didn't make the playoffs. Right. so like, I don't understand that. That doesn't mean anything, Gus. Sorry.
2: You're right, but you also said you also said we had an eight eight and one record, and Cam Curl was the top rated safety. That's bad. Well, you can't you can't attribute team wins to safety play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just can't do that, Trav. That's what I'm I saying. Mean,
0: Antoine Winfield that. was a name in the safety position when they won the Super Bowl. When you win, you get recognized. And Antoine Winfield mm-hmm. is like a Jag now. We're can't it's Cam Curl. Seventh. We're we're putting a seventh
2: rounder at an A plus because of why Is PFF PF grades? Because of his value. Because he is a starting safety. Because he was, what was he? Did you look it up, Nathan? Was he uh, fifth yeah. in the rookie? I,
1: he I, he's fifth. Uh, a, a rookie. He was. Uh, I didn't look that up. He he didn't make the roster, as far as where I saw. Which defensive means defensive rookie of the wasn't. year?
2: Oh, he was. Let me, let me go he was bring top up. ten. So there's that. He's PFF graded high. The numbers bear out that when he's not there, the defense is worse. When he's there, the defense is better. We what still, else do you need to prove that he is a good safety, especially when you get him in the seventh round?
0: Pro Bowl wins. That's it. it Pro Bowl improve, improve your secondary.
2: Improve your team wins. Hey, did eight and one. I you just were, told you about the defense. And then eight, eight, and one. Don't you can't attribute I can't believe you're attributing <laughs> team wins to play the play of a safety. That's insane, Trev. So uh, how I mean, did
0: you try to contribute? Our so, defense is known for who?
2: For who? So are you telling me that a crap player on this team is – did Terry McLaurin make the Pro Bowl this year? He did. Okay, he did. Sorry. So I, I want to move off uh, of him. Jahan Dotson, did he make the Pro Bowl this year? No. So Jahan Dotson is a no. shit of a player because <laughs> – he didn't contribute to more than eight wins, and he didn't make the Pro Bowl. He was injured for half of those eight wins. The, 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 oh, that's insane. <laughs> I'm so just they saying, won half the games. Sam He was not there. that
0: great of a... Say- I mean, he's he great, is. but he's not... I mean, he's good, but he's not like... You've lost people mind, right. offenses don't game plan around oh cam curl's over there we gotta watch out for across the middle <laughs>
1: okay.
2: nobody saying right. he's a he's a game changing safety well what we're saying is he's a darn good safety
1: and you don't you have to draft seventh, a safety yeah seventh round he's also a solidifies starter, the position
2: and you don't and, and and seventh rounder. That's an amazing. I also think it's
1: only a matter of time before he starts getting the recognition that he deserves. I think it starts with this year. He did have, uh, if you're looking at his overall, his, his full body of work here, he had a 68.1 PFF, uh, his rookie year, 69.4. So an improvement to an 82.9 this year. Uh, and again, that was fifth overall. I think Gus pointed at fourth, but I'm showing here as far as safeties: Jamal Adams, Ryan Neal, Josh Melitus, and Theo Jackson, all having a higher score. Um,
0: Adams didn't even play last year.
1: <laughs> well, in his in his games that he ended up playing apparently it was very high so i guess you could technically rate him as fourth because when you're talking about how many games even theo jackson only two games there so technically really the third overall that's played double digit games is cam curl and the the lowest his rating is is a 61 which is still pretty good and that's pass rushing which isn't what you're really asking him to do he is a quality Player for Washington, he they picked up in the seventh round. I just don't understand how you don't give him an A. You Do might you not think that he's long term, and maybe the team that. doesn't. Maybe the team ends up not giving him a contract and he signs up somewhere else, and he is just you know a DJ Swearinger or something like that. But
0: exactly. for, tell you for, guys.
2: Are you he's 10 times the player Swearinger was once Swearinger got to Washington and beyond. I'm not talking about before Washington. Kim Curl oh, is going to be—he's
0: a, a jag everywhere else. If they were—if so great, then why are we? Why aren't they in a hurry to extend him right now when he should be able to be extended right now? You don't now. Have, have to be a hurry. They will extend in, him.
2: Yeah. Somebody will give him a lot of money. It's not it going to be Washington. It's like I bought his jersey, and if, I haven't yet. And if, yeah, it's it's the reason why you
0: have it because you know he's not going to be here <laughs> no, not, for the long. I'm long. A, That's uh, my point, bro. He's no, because great. I'm a penny but like. Outside of us, he's not. He's a jag. He's a seventh round safety that just happens to be great on our. You said it. The word shitty defense. Okay, yeah. that's oh, all I, it is.
1: I guess I need to be better on the uh <laughs> on, sorry, the, on the defense. sensor button there. I
0: just don't see the hype, bro. I just don't see it. Like he's nice, but he ain't a game changer. He ain't a game breaker. He's not an A-plus he's I, A plus player.
1: He guy. has. He has done a good job. I I get that. <laughs> and, and this was my knock from last year. Trev, <laughs> was Defoe. I think gets a lot of the excitement because Defoe's the one you know doing the intersections, making, well. so making these plays and everything. We've seen Cam Curl to, break to up passes. We've seen him you know stuff people at the line of scrimmage and do the things that we need. The uh, the uh and and so uh, to me again, Trav, I, I get what you're saying that he needs to do. More? more for you. That's fine. I think again, I think this year might be the year he gets recognition. If he if he puts up back to back seasons like he did this past year um, and and maybe even adds to it, then yeah, I think he's going to I think that you're going to see that payday. And I right think you're now? going to see you're going to see him get there. Uh, Gus bus here. Curl is a B plus player 100% of the time. That's better than Chase Young being a player 10% of the time.
2: Okay, Trim's I, I, only I, statistic I, is that one is that they don't have wins when he bro, plays. PFF although
0: not, PFF doesn't mean anything to me because Theo no, Jackson, who the hell is that?
2: I'm who giving who you your other to? your other reasoning, your <laughs> other reasoning. We have yeah. all these stats that we're laying out for. Yes, your only reason that you yes. don't like him, yes, is because yes, he doesn't get talked about enough by national media,
0: and it doesn't produce wins. Think about it. Eagles. So you know who else Eagles doesn't world. produce wins? Terry Johnson.
2: McLaurin doesn't produce wins. Oh my! God. Terry McLaurin. And he's, he's, and he's great. He's great. Worse. Cam Curl had one year of. Being Jonathan Allen in,
0: doesn't. Cam Curl doesn't has one year win. of being ranked in the 80s in PFF, and it's like, oh, he's so great. He's an A. Terry McLaurin. McLaurin has done over a thousand yards with ten thousand different quarterbacks every year he's played. What Camp good does that had do? One great year, and now we're ready to give him an A. And he missed is, half the time. What is McLaurin's? One
1: great year. He's had three solid years with one 60s, seriously 60s good season. And then 80s. That means one in my book. 60s, 60s on a PFF are actually good grades. Those are good grades. But the 80s, like way higher. 80s are outstanding. Yeah. 80s are outstanding. Okay, yeah, 80s are outstanding. Okay, this is a seventh round pick, Trev. On Washington. An seventh round pick. Yeah, we're, and it's
0: pretty embarrassing that we're hyping up. An eighty, a sixty-six, a sixty, whatever. Then the eighty person as a as like an A plus in our squad for what?
2: An A plus for the a value, plus,
1: yeah. And, and this is where when Gus Bus asked rounder. this earlier, Gus Bus asked asked this earlier. He was just like, you if you were to swap, heroes. if you were to swap Chase Young and Cam Curl. Would those would that change your grades? And it no! would. I, I it would. If Cam what? Curl was picked at number two and produced these three solid seasons, but not Pro Bowl seasons, uh, yeah, he's he's. I wouldn't give him maybe a, a thumbs down, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not I giving. Away. Uh, me. Probably, probably a, a C plus. C. Yeah, C plus yeah. at the max. Absolutely, because he was picked number two at overall. But this yeah. is a guy who's picked in the seventh round. This is a guy who you expected to play special teams and cover kickoffs and maybe be on the practice squad. And he's your starting caliber. Not NFL starting caliber, not just your Washington Redskins, your football team, your your Commanders starting caliber, but uh, NFL starting caliber safety, and that's worth something. And if Chase Young were drafted at seven uh, in the seventh round, he's probably still not getting a very high grade, but but at least the do, defensive like rookie saying, year, he, he would probably. Like you, but if you, be, yeah, yeah if you got that medicine, rookie of the year
2: yeah. as a seventh rounder, we'd be like, "Oh man, this is amazing!" And then, yeah,
0: exactly. And all Cam Crow's gotten is a sweet score in PFF. Cool. So is Theo Jackson. Who the hell is that? And the other four names you mentioned besides Jamal Adams. Who the heck are those guys? Well, I, you, I, you what, have you at least
1: what? one defender in the comments. EE saying Trev makes a lot of sense. He is a good player, but he's not a top NFL safety.
2: You know, I'm player on our team. I'm so I'm so ticked off at this. Nathan, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. No, you're not.
1: You I can't leave. You are leaving. You did <laughs> say awesome. have a hard hard deadline. Yeah. the uh, yeah, Stoner challenged us to stay at uh, at. Uh, <laughs> An hour hour and thirty, and and we couldn't do it. And I knew we weren't going to be able to do it. We do have one last one, Stoner. You can go. I will make. uh, We'll ignore the fact that it says Stoner mock draft, and we'll have Trev do his mock draft for us today. Sorry Uh, about
2: that, but you know, yep. uh, Life
1: life life happens. I I I didn't mean to make pro
0: comments, Stoner. I'm sorry. (laughs) But there's no, a reason why you haven't got his jersey. There's a reason why you don't have a jersey yet, and you know the reason why it's I don't have
2: anybody's pitcher.
1: he doesn't because buy jerseys, I usually got don't buy jersey. Jersey. minus the one jersey right behind him.
2: Yeah, RG3 jersey. Oh no, no, it's my Curtis Samuel jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis Samuel baby.
1: For our audio listeners, it is it is a Redskins number 10 jersey right behind uh, uh stoner. There, well, stoner, don't right, don't keep boys. talking with us. Uh, move on. We're going to move on to our last pick in the 2020 draft, and then talk oh. about what that means for Ron's kind of drafts. And that's James Smith Williams from North Carolina oh, State uh, pick B two nine. Yes, D plus, B plus, no, B plus, B plus. Yeah. Really,
2: he's a, a rotational player. Yeah. All right. He he filled for in a seventh rounder. <laughs> okay, That's my boy. Well, that's yeah. what I said about curl. Because he's not a rotational player, he's a good player and a seventh rounder. That makes him a high grade.
1: he's going to get himself in trouble for staying right. and talking with us. He does need. To get down. <laughs> he
0: doesn't <never> want to leave.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so B plus from Stoner, Trev, Where Where do you stand on on uh, James Smith Williams here? I'm not
0: going that high. I give him a C. He was a nice serviceable depth piece we had. Um, I thought I expected a little bit more than out of him just because I don't know why, but C.
1: Yeah, 42 games played, 20 starts, uh, six sacks in his career. (sighs) C-minus. Yeah. Like, I mean, a seventh rounder. I mean, that rotational, somewhat rotational player. But, I mean, he's really on the rotation because outside of the two names, Chase Young and Montez Sweat, you don't you don't have anyone he's competing with Shaka Tony he's competing with casey two Yeah, and honestly Bradley the, King. yeah and so he's not shined enough for me to give uh, a higher uh rating than yeah. than that kind of uh grade yeah. there so uh fine fine player to have uh yeah. but i'm drafting and, and this was uh you know kind of leading us into the mock draft here but i'm drafting more defensive ends because sorry, James Smith Williams can go play elsewhere. No. Uh FA Obata is Michael. Michael calls out. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not, I'm not like, he's not moving the needle enough, but as a no. seventh rounder, sure. He's, he's done enough to be like, yeah, okay. He's still on the roster and, and he's playing at the position. It's not a, one of these players who's just right. on special teams. So yeah. So mm. C, C plus or C, uh, for for me on uh, on that that one now, Trev. Yeah, that was Ron Rivera's first draft. Okay. Do you kind of see anything from that draft or kind of the drafts afterwards that kind of make you think you might understand or know where Ron Rivera is going to go this year's draft? Not a clue, bro. Not a clue. I mean, there's a possibility we could move
0: out of the what 16th spot this year mm-hmm. and go higher or lower. So like. Because last year, prime example, had no idea we we're going to move up up the draft or down the draft and get John Dotson. Like it's he's been they've been so camouflaged and so misleading with their draft process. I have no idea what they're going to do in this year's draft. I know what they kind of should do since now we're quote unquote finally building a roster. You should kind of know who you're drafting, but the past drafts, dude, I
1: have no idea. I think this draft is going to be a bit of a wild card for a few reasons. One, like you mentioned, last year was a bit of a surprise uh, with the Jahan Dotson selection and and mm-hmm. kind of how that played out. And a lot of people didn't really expect it to go that way. And now you have a character uh, that's come into play here in EB mm-hmm. Eric Bienemy is going to have a big say in oh, how this yeah. roster is built out. And how he we can potentially improve this roster doesn't mean that the team's gonna go defense right. heavy. Maybe, maybe not. Um, maybe they get him some playmakers, but is that the difference between getting a tight end in the first round or right. waiting for a tight end? You know, I think the enemy part is going to be very interesting to see how potentially they look at players. Now, I think that mm-hmm. overall, though, one of the things that seems to be fairly consistent with the the drafts this draft and um you know the drafts over the last few years is they are trying to get athletes uh you see that in hudson Mm -hmm. um you see that in gibson Mm -hmm. you know they're they're going for players who you know they they think that they can teach positions Mm -hmm. rather than getting players who can maybe play those positions outright naturally and then try to make sure they can fit in those and that's maybe that maybe that can work out it's not been successful for a lot of teams and a lot of players but you never know and that's going to be something we'll have to wait and see Uh, but we're not going to have to wait and see for not stoner's mock draft because he did have to leave but we do have a mock draft coming up and it's going to be trev's and that's all coming up here in the cooldown.